Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. Games journalists have often complained about a lack of disabled characters in video games and their representation, but did they forget the Cyberdemon from Doom? Come on. About a lack Shame. of disabled characters ah, I forgot in video to, games. I forgot to stop the, the sound. on uh, Sound test. It worked. My name is Dylan. <laughs> My name is Victor. Salvaging this <laughs> intro. <laughs> Fuck! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So mm, beautiful. So there I was, tabbing back over the ship poster club to say, "Hey, we're live." Okay, actually live now. How you been, victim? It's been a while since we. I recorded. was actually about to ask you the other, other night. I'm like, has it been like a month? So what happened was, is you went on vacation and I had a wedding anniversary. And so last episode yeah. that we were on, episode thirty nine. 40? I'm not sure. Um, one of them. I was like, yeah, don't worry. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. And then what happened was, is like that next weekend, not the two weeks we normally wait, I got Moon and Trio Doug from Shit Poster Club uh, to come onto the show with me alone. Uh, and then you were on vacation. Um, and then we didn't record on the normal day the following week, but I released the VOD on the normal day for algorithm purposes. And then um, here we are two weeks after that, but it feels like forever because that was like three weeks of not recording anything. Except game, yeah. unless you count GamesCon. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, yeah. We co-streamed that. Though if you watch Victim, you wouldn't have known because I was muted. <laughs> I don't know how that ended up happening. It was so weird. Yeah. Like, I, I, I very much did not... It's all good, though. How that happened. It's all good, though. I'd like to remind everybody listening that we do a video version of this podcast. And if you are looking for the VODs, I have uh, I uploaded on my other channel, my my at Dylon, you know, channel on Odyssey, the VOD of my stream of the GamesCon conference where you can hear us both. Uh, I'm sure Victim has a VOD, too. If you want to just hear him, I, I'll understand. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's still there. Maybe. I don't remember if I saved it. Well, I mean, uh, you did you mute the Tales of Arise music part from the from the Gamescom stream because they sure got you afterwards, didn't they? <laughs> no, that one actually. <laughs> funny enough, that one didn't get hit by at all. So the Gamescom very uh, here's surprised. us playing the the theme from Arise, totally fine. But the fucking intro cutscene on the release date of the game, what happened? <laughs> I mean, I get it to some extent. It's really annoying. It's, I don't. It, it, I don't get it. It's crossed wires, and I, I'm not excusing it by any means. It's fucking stupid. You'd think if they, you know, in in modern landscape, you release a game, you got to realize that it, it's it's gonna get touched by, um, I guess streamers. I was trying to think of like a a, a word to to use to social media that. influencers of two thousand yeah, more followers, <laughs> shit like that. It's just like. But instead of doing something akin to that, they just decided to say fuck it. Um, and I mean, they're not the only company that does it. I mean, Atlas for Persona, mm. you know how much they've they've done bullshit with that over the years, um, among other companies. Uh, Bandai does this with a lot of its games. In fact, they they copyright entire cutscenes, so you just they don't want you to include cutscenes in your recordings on YouTube and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know you could copyright that. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, and it's like, it, this is a spoiler-protected scene. You can't record this. Like, thanks, yeah. PlayStation, for telling me what I can not, can and can't record. Like, yeah, hell? so it, it, it basically boils down to a point of, like, in Japan, copyright is a lot more outlandish than it is here in the West. And so you, you don't get hit by Bandai Namco Europe or America or fucking wherever else they're at. You get hit by the Japanese branch that has a weird name. And it looks fake, but if you look into it, it's it's the real company. Mm. And yeah, so th- they have like copyrights that they, they push forwards onto these games, and America and UK just say, wasn't us. It sucks. It's like, thanks brand. So It's just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> It's like, th- th- this is why WoW is in so much trouble right now. It doesn't have any respect for its content creators, right? Whereas you get other games that are just like, yeah, bring the streamers. That's like the that's the, the life support that keeps the Battle Royale genre going all this time. 
right? Is yeah. the streamer first mentality of like, yeah, we want you to stream. We want to reward you for streaming and we want to encourage you to do it more. Whereas other games that used to be the king, like WoW, they don't give a shit about their streamers. They're just, I'm surprised they don't copyright take down them for even streaming like Nintendo does. Right? Yeah, it's actually funny too because WoW, a lot of people don't know this, but one of the reasons WoW blew up as much as it did and continued to blow up is because of streamers. Um, in fact, it's the game that kicked off streaming for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, back on like I think it was X Fire, I want to say back when it... like Soda Poppin was like the only person streaming. Was X Fire a, a streaming platform? I thought it was like a a, a friend service thing. Kind of, but it, I think it, I, I no, I never used it, so I couldn't tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's someone much more qualified to tell you about it, but I think it had a similar thing to Steam, where mm-hmm. like you could still have a bit of a reach. But yeah. it was obviously much smaller in scope than anything that exists now. I, I remember the 2000s. Like, I didn't have my own, like, computer. But, like, my stepdad had a computer that he sometimes let me use, right? Uh, but most of my computer experience in the 2000s was, you know, going to the local library and, you know, hitting on cute chicks on MySpace. But, like, yeah, I, I remember, though, like, the software in play. Like, it was, like, X-Fire and game spy comrade. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, like, they were basically instant messengers that were up... What? Won. You won? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Shouldn't you be in bed? <laughs> no. I won on zombies. You beat the plants versus zombies? You beat the zombies? Yeah. Awesome. With mom. Yeah. Mom you should go. go. I win. Go tell her that I heard you. I did. Yeah, I heard you. Go ahead. Mom, I'll talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> He's been playing Beautiful. plants versus zombies. <laughs> nice, nice, perfect. I would have had to come on camera, but he wasn't wearing any clothes. <laughs> he was in his underwear. No, anyway. Um, uh, so I'll get to that in a minute. I, I bought an Xbox. That's what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Hitting on chicks on MySpace. So in the 2000s, yeah. right? Uh, uh, since my stepdad had a computer, I was familiar with some of the software because, like, everyone, like, there was everyone was on a forum, and there were special interest forums for whatever game you're playing. Like, I was on game battles for Metal Gear Online. I spent a lot of time asking for time on his computer to go play to go like shit post on the forums for game battles and, and game FAQs for Metal Gear Online, and uh, like those forum softwares would always have like a bunch of like metadata fields for your account. Like, what's your aim? What's your what's your Steam name? What's your Xfire username? Right, your your yeah. Gamespy comrade username, and and that's all fun in games. But like, um, what's it called? Um, I I never actually used Xfire. I just I knew it was a thing, but it's like it was like the Wild West of like like chat programs and like little small so special interest social media communities related to gaming. Right, like Steam really filled that niche. Um. When X Fire and Game Spy just kind of collapsed on themselves, and and Steam was there to fill the void, it was like it felt like a platform before it was a store to me, and I think that was part of the key to its success. Yeah, I mean that's entirely what it was, right? I mean, I guess it was a bit of both, but mm-hmm. uh, and Game Spy just never tried to do anything, and then X Fire did, but they went in a weird direction because I remember seeing X Fire like years after that whole point. And I don't even remember. I can't remember, it, but it wasn't the same thing anymore. And then it just died. Just mm-hmm. Nobody used it. Yeah, totally. Um, I lost my whole train of thought when he ran in here. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, uh, copyright. Tales of, Tales of yeah, Arise. copyright. So, forgetting copyright and and Twitch bullshit for a minute. How how is Tales of Arise? It's the new hotness. You're a big. You're the biggest Tales fan I know. Yeah. I want to know what you have to say about it because I don't. I've never played a Tales game, ever. Uh, so, <laughs> it knee jerk reaction at the gate. I was a little weary because they. I don't know. I'm sure everyone can, has had this experience before. You play a game in a series that you love, and all of a sudden, the next game in the series is such a fucking massive leap gameplay wise that you're like, "What the fuck am I playing?" Like, you know, you, you go from playing like. I'm trying to think of things. I guess like what Final Fantasy, thirteen to fifteen, pretty big leap. I, I they're I'm also like certain. totally opposites of each other. One's a hallway, and one has no hallways. <laughs> yeah, and they probably needed some. Like, <laughs> so it just is. Yeah, it's something akin to that. Although I'd argue it's not bad. 
it's it's good it's a good system um it just feels weird because before it used to be kind of like smash bros controls right like you had your buttons that do your things and then your depending on which direction you're holding will change the way your attack goes out or like you can assign which attack to which button and whatever but they decided now uh instead they were going to make it so that your face buttons so like i think it's like triangle square x are your abilities and oh, fuck i can't remember exactly i i already changed the controls so that's why i'm a little <laughs> like they were not something i could handle at first i at least they let me change them mm-hmm. um which is something most console games never used to do so that's cool um but yeah so it, it was it was kind of annoying at the gate but i mean story so far has been pretty cool it, it touches on a topic that honestly uh I have to hold my tongue quite a bit uh, because I feel like it, it it's contrasting a real world a, a big set of real world issues that uh, are very sensitive topics. Uh, if you guys like, don't know, the like game what? is about a about a dude who's a slave, and he rises up against his uh, slavers, and it, his goal is to liberate them and in order to do so he has to employ the help of this girl who also wants to kill the lords for different reasons um, but she happens to be a part of that race of people so everyone looks at her as the enemy hmm. kind of deal and it's a little it on the nose to, it starts <laughs> to draw like a lot of like you know obviously a lot of like modern stuff um, but also it starts to touch on some things like how one of, one of the other characters is um, a secret, a part of like a secret society of people that went into hiding because their own people were um, shunning them and afraid of them. And so you come to realize that, yeah, every, everyone's a little racist in this world. <laughs> Even to themselves sometimes. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd get in any shit for really like uh-huh. diving into that. But it's one of those moments of like, I I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with you. It's like, that's a little on the nose. That's a little yeah. off. Like, this is supposed to be a fantasy game. Like, And it's not like fantasy games can't tackle real-world issues, right? You know, like, I, I would have to, like, hand in my, my Metal Gear fan card if uh, I told you that yeah. was not okay. It's obviously okay. And at least okay. they're tackling them. <laughs> they're, they're tackling them in ways that I think is, is, is probably the right way to do so, too. Because it's not just, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, like, pandering, I guess, is the word to use there. But, like... It, it actually was hitting like on some things like how many people talk about like uh, uh, Japan actually has this uh, has this issue today where um, Japan isn't just one like set group of people like mm-hmm. you know the outside world what have you think you got people from I, th- I always get it wrong I think it's Osaka it's like a or Okinawa Okinawa mm-hmm. I think Okinawa actually um, it's a the northern island and there there were entirely different group of people in like they, they look totally different but like they're all japanese right yeah it can considering the rest of the so world, it's, they're, they're, it's still yeah. accurate to say there are only japanese people in japan but like they, they're very diverse internally yeah and there's another group of people mm. i even forget what they're called that live within japan that get shunned by most japanese people interesting like I didn't it's, know it's commonplace for them to be hmm. like i guess the, for people that prejudice against them i don't remember the ins and outs i watched a documentary on it once point right. is uh, point is, is that that's kind of what that contrast is. Is like mm-hmm. these people who are mages are feared by their own people, and so they had to go into hiding for. Fear are you of sure being... this isn't the plot to the original Dungeons and Dragons movie? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, uh... <laughs> it might be. I've recently um, rewatched that movie, and uh, the guy that voices fucking Scar from Lion King is the villain. I felt like yep. Jeremy Irons or whatever his name was. I'm like, how? Why are you in this movie? You're too good for this movie. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> And it's comically bad. Like, oh, man. And also... I mean, I don't know. I, I liked it, but yeah. I was also really young when I watched it. The uh, the premise of, like, a, a former slave turned, like, slave freer guy uh, reminds me of a character I, I played in D&D once. But, like, this was, like, fantasy slavery where it's, like, it wasn't, like, prejudice and oppression of a certain people. It was, hey, we have stuff that needs done. We're going to go enslave some locals, right? Yeah. Fantasy. Like, uh 
And so, like, my character <laughs> was an insane Arise guy. Is definitely racial. All, yeah. I, all I all I wanted was a cavalier of a particular order from the Pathfinder SRD. I I think it was like the Blue Rose or something, and um, it was a it was a Pathfinder cavalier order that was all about like freeing slaves and stuff. And so I was like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll just have a character that was a slave boy that ended up being a cavalier, and then and then I I multiclassed into like some other thing, and like I was like level like 16 by the time that campaign ended so i was like some kind of badass right um and we started pretty high level like we started at like level eight so like our characters were already accomplished by the time that story began we were veterans of some other bullshit uh that we didn't play uh so we didn't start at level one uh and so i had to come up with an elaborate backstory um and so the, the slave term slave freer uh was it but like my character was also kind of stupid right <laughs> And very simple-minded. He was... Uh, so it was all about peace and bringing peace to the land. Like, that was, like, the mantra of his Cavalier Order. And so uh, everything he did was for peace. And he just would say that all the time. Like, why did you do that? Oh, for peace. Like, <laughs> why did you kill all those goblins? For peace. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if they don't exist anymore, you can be at peace with yeah. them. My, my favorite quote was, uh, I will tear you piece by piece for peace. It was... Uh, it was horrible, horrible pun, but I, I, I lived it. I guess at that point you gotta, you have to, you have to uh, play the bit. It's just the the origin story of, of Tales of Arise main character man just kind of reminds me of my uh, my D and D character, which is kind of odd. I, I thought yeah. I, I would point it out, but uh, obviously very different connotations. So uh, I'll take the spotlight for a minute. So my my son walked in a little bit ago. And uh, he was playing Plants vs. Zombies with Destiny. Uh, he, well, by playing, I mean he was watching because he's four, right? <laughs> and she was playing. <laughs> and she absolutely loves that game. Uh, so what happened was, is we talked many episodes back, like, should I buy a PS5 or an Xbox? Because I'm thinking, you know, my boys are getting older. My oldest son's about to turn five. I mean, he just turned four, so I have like a year, right? I got my first PlayStation when I was five. And I felt... I remember all those things very vividly. So, like, I still I had long-term memories at that point. So, I'm thinking, I need to leave an impression if, you know, I'm going to be raising gamers, right? So, it's like, what do I get them? And also, like, the absolute state... Maybe it's because I'm not a kid and that doesn't appeal to me. But the absolute state of kids' games these days is atrocious, right? Um, So, I'm like... Half these games are just trying to get you to slide mommy and daddy's credit card. And a lot of these games, they're monetizing you for your time. Think of all the live service games Buy out some there. V-Bucks. Yeah. Buy some Fortnite fucking bucks or, or spend uh, 300 hours in Destiny 2 to get like a free item. Right? It's like these games are like jobs and they demand your time. And kids have a lot of time. Right? And so they're they're easy targets for these game companies that are like, oh, yeah, you know. Come play Warframe, you know? You can. You don't have to pay a dime. You just need to work. And you're just a fixture. Mm. You're a background character in some whale's grand space adventure funded by the credit card. Right? Yeah. Like, you're just a background for them. You're, you're what's convincing them that the world's still alive. It's not for you. And so I was like, all right, well, it's been a while since I had a console. Like, I had a PS4, but I got a PS4 to play three games. And do you remember what those games were? Um, not certain. So I, when I bought a PS4 way back, I bought it for three games. It was Near Automata, which is multi-platform and on PC. Okay. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15, which is multi-platform and was later released on PC after it was finished. And then, which is the version you played, <laughs> the finished version. Yeah. You didn't play the version I played. And neither of us played the version Jordan played because that game, those are three different fucking games. <laughs> and then uh, the other one was Persona 5, which is a PS3 game that was upgraded to a PS4 game. Royal is the one that you played, which was a PS4 first game. Uh, but I got to hand it to him. That was exclusive. That's a console for a single game. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. I bought a PS5 for Demon Souls. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm not shaming you, victim. But... Although, in all fairness, it was nice to have <laughs> one that like I could call my own, mm-hmm. so that I could play games with it without worrying about like if I'm hogging it from someone. Yeah, but... there's shit coming out that you will play and you will like. 
Yeah, Project Eve and mm-hmm. uh, Foregone, I think it was, or some. Actually, I forget the fuck it was called now. Forspoken, actually, is what it was called. Look amazing, and I think they're both PS5 exclusives. So, yeah. So basically, what ended up happening was I was like, we should get an emulator. Like, let's build a PC for the living room in a small form factor case that can do VR and RetroArch, right? And I'm like. Yeah, we'll play retro games and we'll play VR because VR is awesome. I've already played it, uh, but I don't have a VR headset, and it, that didn't happen because the chip shortage. Everything's too expensive. It was, just wasn't feasible to build a new computer for a living room, right? And I'm not hauling my big ass fucking tower, this bad monstrosity, right? I'm not moving that off my desk. It's gonna stay there until I replace it. <laughs> uh, so, long and short of it is. I bought an Xbox, and I couldn't get my hands on an X. I tried. I went to some stupid fucking Discord. I subscribed to all these alerts. I watched some stupid, like, live YouTube channel that was like, here's the status of all the drops. And it would, like, Mm. ring a fucking bell every time, like, it changed. Like, I was like, this is worse than buying PAX tickets. I'm not going to do this. (laughs) Fuck this. Holy shit. Like, I gave it, like, a week and a half, and I was like, I'm done. I, I looked at the differences. I looked at some I looked up some comparison videos between the performance on the X versus the S. They're very negligible, which is really surprising. And the S is more often available because everyone's waiting for the X. And I get it. Like I wanted an X because I wanted to go to the local retro game store and buy a bunch of Xbox and Xbox three sixty CDs, or I guess they're DVDs, whatever. Right. And I wanted to, you know, play the discs of all these old games because they're they all fucking work. Uh, which is something that the PS5 wouldn't give us, and it would have like lost Odyssey. Yeah, like why won't the PS5 just have backwards compatibility? It's like Sony's lost all interest in backwards compatibility. They'd rather sell back my childhood to me, one game at a time, one remaster, and one digital upgrade at a time, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they've lost it entirely, but you're right. It's it's definitely not ideal in any regard. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to play Tony Hawk? Here's an HD remaster. Oh, you want Final Fantasy VIII? Well, uh, here's some new textures. Uh, you wanna you wanna play all these uh, PlayStation classics on your PSP? Uh, here's a catalog to to download from in our store, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, the PSP I can understand because there's no disc drive, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and the pops loader was like their built-in emulator. Like I get that, that makes sense. But like, the console for how much they're paying for it, like they should have added backwards compatibility. The PS3, the first model. And the only model that had the, like the, the removable flap thing, like that yep. was backwards compatible. Why weren't they all backwards compatible? Is it that expensive to implement? I would have paid more for it. Like, why did they remove yeah, it? I don't think it is. I think I think it's one of those moments of like, there's the obvious added work that a developer needs to put in to make sure that it can work on different hardware, but like. They already have to do that for how much hardware across. Like, if if your game is also on PC, the amount of work you need to put in to make sure it works on all hardware is insane. Um, for my understanding, but like to be able to do it on like one set of hardware, probably is not that big a deal. Right, it's probably work, but you're paying someone to do it, and it's probably cost them like an hour of work or two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know, but like it's one of those yeah. ones of like, I don't. I can't fathom it being such a ridiculous level of work that it's unfeasible. And I mean, we already know it's not because I mean, there are companies that are very much willing to make their games backwards compatible. I think the list of games that aren't backwards compatible each time, like it happens when you move generation to generation is like in like the 10 to 20 range out of like the Uh hundreds of games. Yeah. I think it has a malicious explanation. Like I think, Sony did not want to entertain the aftermarket reselling of their hardware and their their discs, right? Because they know retro game stores exist. They know people are reselling those old games and making a profit. And if they gave them the means to do so, those stores would profit and Sony wouldn't. So instead, they make it so you pay Sony, right? They found a way to make you pay Sony. Like, oh, you want to play Tenchu 2? Oh, here's a downloadable classic title. Uh, They never did that. No, I wish they. I wish they do that. But you would have bought it if they did, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. But if your PS Five was simply backwards compatible and you had a Tenchu Two disc from your childhood, you would have just slapped that shit in there and hoped it worked. Yeah, 
Like, first and foremost, I think we all would. I have a big old box full of PlayStation games that I can't use. And I just feel like I backed the wrong team. Like, if I had a big box in my garage full of Xbox games, I would have waited for the X, and I would have been really happy. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm pretty certain I've said this before on stream, or on stream, but on, uh, <laughs> it is a on stream. the podcast. It is a stream. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Sony had a moment where they were much better than Xbox. Mm -hmm. There was a point in time when they sure. were the ones with like backwards compatibility, cross play. You buy our game, we're going to give you a free Steam key to boot. You know, it's just like, when holy that, shit. When did that Sony. happen? Yeah, that happened, uh, I think, PS3 era. PS4 era? Early PS4 era, maybe? Maybe. maybe. I, can't I don't remember that. Anyway. It wasn't for all <laughs> games, but it was for a chunk of them. For some. And it was like, oh my god, that's so cool. I mm. had a friend who was feeding me Steam keys for games because he didn't he didn't want to play them on PC anyways. Okay. It's like, fuck yeah, free games. Um, it was super cool. It was like, oh wow, Sony's really kicking Xbox square in the fucking ass. Mm -hmm. And then Xbox is like, okay, you know what, guys? We wanted to be different from Sony, but we realized that was the wrong way to be. We're going to fix shit. Yeah. And people roast them like different by being worse. Um, and then, the, and, you know, and they just stuck to their guns and like, yeah, okay, we're just going to do better. And also, they did better. And a... then Sony's like, what? Well, they're going to do better. <laughs> we have to do worse. And this like, reversal Sony, is so, it's so weird. Cause like Sony, the PSN, right. You used to not have to pay for it to play online, play your mm -hmm. your fucking shooter games and multiplayers, like uh, and with Xbox, we always all the Sony fans, me included, back in the day, right when I was a horrible fanboy, we used to poke fun at the Xbox, like, ha, ah, you, you pay for online, loser, and and now who's paying for online? Sony and PlayStation Network users, who doesn't pay and for online? <laughs> Xbox users, unless you have Game Pass and then you get more shit. But like, if you yeah. don't have Games Pass, Xbox Live is free now, and you no longer have to pay. Like, what's up with that? Like, <laughs> it's a complete reversal. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, they must. They must. Be, you know what it is? Is both companies are the same? Uh -huh. Microsoft owns Sony through some weird subsidiary, so uh -huh. we can't track it, right? Um, Maybe uh, I need to wear my tinfoil hat, but you know uh -huh. what? I, okay. I can't. I can't be silent any longer. Um, <laughs> they're going back and forth. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Uh, Can you imagine? I, Jesus. So I bought an Xbox. I didn't wait for the X. I bought the S. And then I bought an extra controller. And then I bought a two terabyte hard drive external. And then I got... Uh, I, I bought a developer account. And then I, I installed RetroArch using dev mode on my Series S. And the first thing I played on that motherfucker was Jet Moto 3. <laughs> Because as one does, right? Like, yeah. Oh, new Xbox just dropped. Let's get Jet Moto Three working on it. And fuck, it was exciting, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I've got like a big collection of like ROMs on that that one terabyte. It's not that big a collection. Like, it's not impressive, but like, it's still growing. I'm still downloading more as I remember games I want to play. Like, I got Tomba Two, Tenchu Two, fucking all the Tekken games. Like, I got Soul Calibur Two, the GameCube version. Works like a charm. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> if you're going to play Soul Calibur 2, you got to get the GameCube version. Um, and then I got, like, um, Luigi's Mansion, some of the Legend of Zelda games, because Destiny wanted to play them. I don't really care for them. Uh, I'll watch her play it, though. Excited for that. Um, what's it called? Uh, I got Gundam Battle Assault 2, like that 2D fighter. It's like Street Fighter, but with Gundams. It's fucking awesome. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I actually I do. You actually it do? Was, um, <laughs> I think we played it, me and some friends, back in the day. I want to say we did. Do you remember? We tried it out. Do you remember uh, Digimon Rumble Arena? Uh, I don't think I've played any of the Digimon games. Okay. What about I played one of the Monster Rancher games, but. Okay. Uh, did you ever play Urguys God Bless the Ring? That, sounds, that doesn't even sound familiar. Oh. <laughs> So it's a Square Enix fighting game that included like five characters from Final Fantasy VII because they fucking could. Um, there you go. But it was like yeah. this really shitty fighting. Like Jordan will tell you all about it. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for him to come over. That's the first thing we're going to play, I'm sure. Uh, and then I got a bunch of other shit too. Um, I can't even remember. Like the Vigilante 8 games and the Twisted Metal games because why pick? Why why choose between them when you can have them all? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta say, Vigilante 8, the original one, really bad. Like, I don't... 
it's worse than I remember. Vigilante 2, though, sec- Vigilante 8, Second Offense. Like, that game is the shit. Like, I liked it better than all the Twisted Metals, for sure. Uh, but the first Vigilante 8 game was not better than the Twisted Metal games. <laughs> I really wish they would make more. I'd buy them. But uh, Sony owns the rights to Twisted Metal, and I don't know who owns the rights to Vigilante 8. Probably no one at this point. It's probably mm-hmm. like free free uh, for pickup, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, Roadkill and Sweet Tooth are really cool, but like the roster of characters of Vigilante 8 are way better in general than the Twisted Metal cast. Because, like, other than Sweet Tooth, Roadkill, Calypso, like, I, do you really remember the rest of the characters? Probably not. I mean, aside from Sweet Tooth, I don't remember much of them by name. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Exactly. So. But, like, the the Vigilante 8 games were way more memorable. Like, I remember a lot of the drivers. Like, Convoy. Remember Convoy? The fucking truck guy? He was, like, the leader of the good guys. And then, like, Clyde was the leader of the bad guys in the second game. He used to be a good guy in the first game. He was corrupted. Like, it was fucking awesome. Like, uh, that's my point. So, I got an Xbox. I installed a shitload of emulators. Oh, I, I installed a emulator called RetroArch, which is really just yeah. a front end for all the other emulators. By the way, did you hear? RetroArch now has a Steam version. May really? That was a real power play by Steam. You know why they did that, right? Steam Deck. Not... Oh, my fuck. I didn't even think about that. That shit's going to work on day one, man. You won't need to fuck with the Linux OS to get your emulators working on Steam no. Deck because you're just going to install RetroArch for fucking free in the Steam store on your Steam Deck and you're going to be playing what? Vigilante 8 with me over NetPlay. <laughs> yeah, what, what is RetroArch even... Um, what, what, what platforms does it cover? Well, uh, PC, obviously. Now Steam. Uh, you know, I'm going to open their fucking website. I'm, I, I don't want to lie to you. Because it's a big list. Let me uh, quote it. So, RetroArch. You can tell I'm opening my web browser because now my my, my my face is, like, totally pale. Because yeah. the blinding light is just blinding me. The li- my, my light shifted a little bit as I was uh, opening up Genshin to make sure I had my resin spent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, RetroArch has these versions. Windows 10, 8, 7, Vista, XP, 2000, ME, 98, SE, 98, and 95. It also has Linux, Haiku, Raspberry Pi, Android. I have it working on my phone. It's pretty great. Uh, it's available on multiple app stores, like the Amazon one for Fire Sticks. So, like, Google Play, the Huawei store, I guess. It's also on F-Droid, and you can just download the APK off their website. It's also on iOS, Apple TV, uh, Mac OS, the ARM version, Mac OS X, the not ARM version, Xbox One, that's what I just downloaded, Open Dingus, I don't know what that is. Uh, PS Vita, PSP, PS2, PS3, coming soon. PS4 oh, coming okay. soon. Um, no, uh, PS Vita Portable and 2, though, they work. Like you, If you had that console, they would have the files and instructions. And you know why, right? Like, Well, let me get to the rest of the list. There's a Switch version, a Wii U version, a Wii version, a GameCube version. Nintendo 3DS version, a Steam version, I just mentioned that. It's just in the list. An itch.io version, and then there's like a, a Retro Mini, Retro FW, and a web browser version. So the reason they do that, a friend of mine at work does this. If you have an old console sitting around that you're not using, maybe that Xbox 360 on your shelf there that you only have the faceplate of, Right. Uh, imagine you don't care about it because it's old and replaced. What if you followed these instructions, flashed it, factory resetted it, did some extra shit to it, put it inside an arcade cabinet or under a desk or something, and made it an emulation box? Hardware's still good. Turns on, right? What's, yeah. What's it doing? Nothing. Why not? Who's going to know? So that's why they make so many versions of RetroArch for so many crazy platforms because people will repurpose their old shit for this. It is very. So what very can popular. you emulate with it? Like, what what consoles are we looking at here so, for emulation? That's the funny thing is that every emulator you can think of is integrated because RetroArch is just the front end, and then um, they have these things called cores, 
which are like little like portable versions of all your favorite emulators like PCSX, PCSX2, PSSPP, Dolphin, right? And when I click on a ROM, it'll say, hey, what core? Uh, many of them require a BIOS file to work, which you mm. legally have to go rip off your own hardware. I'm sure everyone did that. Uh-huh, right? Totally didn't just download <laughs> I, off the internet. That would be just, illegal. <laughs> I usually just take someone else's, but use... Um... The excuse that I own one. I mean, I, I own pretty much every console, so I think I'm think I'm safe in that regard. Yeah, you would never download a car. Uh, so basically, you're right. I wouldn't. <laughs> so it, these cores, like basically, like let's say I click on Luigi's Mansion, right, and it's like, all right, pick a core. Do you want to run it in Duck Station, PCSX, fucking uh, Dolphin? Oh, Dolphin, because that's the one, right, for GameCube. Yep. And they're labeled like this is for PlayStation, this is for for GameCube. It's not. Okay. It lets me choose whichever. So like, if a PlayStation game isn't working well in Duck Station or in PCSX, I could try PCSX two because PlayStation two played PS one games. PS two emulator plays PS one games. Right. It's the Duck equi- Station is so fucking good now. I I, 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 it, I, it I didn't even know it existed until <laughs> this uh, uh, marathon I've been doing, and then I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. What the fuck? Where has this been? I know. I thought PCSX was the only PlayStation emulator, and I was wrong. Like, yeah, I think it's abandoned now too. The people just stopped working on it. Uh-huh. PCX. I mean, I mean, new games aren't exactly coming out for the PlayStation. So like, if it works, it works. Fair. <laughs> and so RetroArch is. All you need are the BIOS files in a very specific folder. They can all be in the same folder. It's just called system. It's smart enough to know what the file names are for the BIOSes, right? For Dolphin or for uh, PCSX or Duck Station, right? So um, it is so easy to set up. Like, it's fucking wild. Like, try it on your phone. It's it's that easy. You'll, you'll see. Um... And you can even make it look like a PS3 fucking menu. Like, there's a bunch of different <laughs> menus. <laughs> it, oh, oh, Jesus. Don't fall. I'll just drop my phone. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll send you, a, I'll send you a, the video that I followed, uh, just so you can see what it looks like. Uh, but basically, I reboot my Xbox into dev mode, and then there it is. And it just works. And all the ROMs are on an external hard drive that I can unplug and go get more. <laughs> and come back. It's um, It's a beautiful system. Uh, but enough about my Xbox. Oh, actually, no, not enough about my Xbox. I also bought a couple games, right? Because So I unsubscribed from GeForce Now because I have beaten Cyberpunk 2077 for the second time on my Fire Stick because that game is 10 out of 10. Uh, works on my machine. Uh, if it works on your machine, play it because it's 10 out of 10. If it doesn't work on your machine, I don't have to tell you. Sorry. You're missing out. Just, Buy a better machine. It's what it is. It, it, the game's really good. <laughs> but some people will tell you the game's not very good because it doesn't work on everyone's computer. And you know what? That's fair. It should work on everyone's computer, and it's really it really sucks that it doesn't. But if it does work in your computer, then you know fuck all those other people. Play it because it's ten out of ten. <laughs> but I, I I gotta say that every time I bring up Cyberpunk, because it was so good, it left an impression on me. All right, so I've been pretty excited to get this Xbox because I haven't really been playing a whole lot of PC games. Like I play with you guys, I play Planet Side, right? But like, mm. I, I'm just not doing a whole lot with with video games at the moment. But like Cyberpunk. The single player experience playing through it with destiny watching like and the first playthrough where she didn't like that was so good like i want to do more of that so i'm thinking to myself i want to play some more single player games that i've been skipping on right so yeah. i started with jedi fallen order it's basically star wars dark souls right uh and i also got soul Calibur 6 i realize soul Calibur 6 doesn't exactly have a riveting story it's a fighting game but it's my favorite fighting game and i haven't played soul Calibur 6 yet i played all the other ones I even got it's dangerous. better than five, but not better than four. That's that's my opinion on it. Yeah, well, four is like peak Soul Calibur, right? Like exactly. I liked three better than four, but they're both really good, right? I mean, two and three were good games. Mm-hmm. It's just I felt like four brought so much to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and five was just a big dookie. Nobody liked five, like. Yeah, five was one of those games of like, oh well, we did too much the last time, so let's cut it back. And then instead of cutting it back, they literally fucking like they gutted it. Like they just like threw everything off the cliff, and they're like, ah, like all there was now. there was nothing to do in five. It was like, you want to play online? No, you want to play online? <laughs> the story mode was like about two fucking random people we've never met before. That have move sets from characters that just bought, didn't bother to include. It's like, yeah, who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Like, 
was so an bad. intern who doesn't know what Soul Calibur is. Yeah, so far Soul Calibur Six is turning out to be a much better experience. There's more to do, and the game is just as good. So, I I'm excited to play that more often. Uh, and while I wait for the next fighting game, which I thought was going to be the new Mortal Kombat, because there was some news that they're not making the next Injustice. They're going to work on Mortal Kombat instead because of a scheduling mishap or something with the company, right? Like they intended to make Injustice Three. And then they're going to make Mortal Kombat instead. But then there was a leak from GeForce Now that leaked a bunch of games that are coming to GeForce Now, including some stuff that's not announced, like uh, Rockstar's making a Liberty City Stories uh, remaster to go with their trilogy remaster. And uh, Titan- Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that, that's one of like the worst games in the fucking... Yeah, well, there's also Titanfall 3 and a couple other things uh, that were in there. And it's like, oh, those aren't announced. Huh, Injustice 3 was there too. But given what we know, it's like, wait, isn't Injustice 3 something that was being developed and is now like on hold because of what they said? Um, but I can't quote them because I don't fucking remember what they said. <laughs> so my, my mindset was, well, Tekken is in like its like fourth fucking season, right? Tekken 7. So it's probably close to its end of life. And that's a lot of DLC to catch up to the current version, right? But it's still better than buying a new game every year, right? Because uh, that was the sure. old way to rebalance fighter games. That's why there's so many Street Fighter Alphas, right? Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2. Like, there's so fucking many. Because they couldn't just give you an update. They had to remake the whole fucking game. <laughs> um, I get why they did it. Balance is important for a competitive scene. So I am a fan of the season model and updates. Like, uh, the way Tekken does it is really cool. And Soul Calibur as well, same company, right? They'll do one big update for the year where they rebalance a lot of shit. And then those balanced changes are also like tuned for the characters that are releasing that season over time. Because they're already made. They're just releasing slow, right? Final touches and all. But like, that's a really good approach. I, I much prefer that over buying a new game every year for if you want to keep up with Soul Calibur or Tekken, right? Um, yeah. And Soul Calibur is only in the middle of its second season. And so I'm thinking there's some more seasons in it before there's another Soul Calibur game. So I thought this is a safe bet. I'll get this. And also, it was my favorite. Like, my favorite fighting game has always been a competition between Soul Calibur, Tekken, and Mortal Kombat. Because, I one, I like 3D fighters. I know Mortal Kombat's no longer a 3D fighter. but And it wasn't a 3D fighter to begin with. But, like, I just have history with Mortal Kombat. It's, it's like something my stepdad yeah. and I would bond over because it was his favorite game, and we played it a lot. Um... Especially the PS2 ones, like like Deadly Alliance and Deception, those were the shit. Um, but I also was a big fan of three and four. Um, but like, so that that stayed with me. I really like the franchise in general. I don't think they could do any wrong. Um, but then, I, I never cared for Injustice, even though I like DC more than Marvel. I still never cared for Injustice. But Soul Calibur is like my shit, right? Like Tekken was the first fighting game I ever played. I got good at Soul Calibur. I discovered later and I liked way more and it's way easier to pick up, which meant a lot to me because I played a lot of video games with my friends who don't have the same video games as me. So like in Tekken, I would just stomp at all my friends because they don't own it. Right. So yeah, they'll never catch up to my skill level. Um, That's and, pretty much Soul Calibur for me. Yeah. And like I was, I was dog shit at it, but <laughs> everyone else was just inexperienced. Exactly. So with Soul well, Calibur, for a while until I met people who played it, but yeah. So with Soul Calibur, I feel Soul Calibur is a lot easier to learn than Tekken, because with Tekken, every button is like there's a button for each hand and there's a button for each leg, right? And that drives all the control schemes. With Soul Calibur, you have to worry about horizontal, vertical, kick, and block. That's way fucking easier to understand. Way easier, and I like it a lot because I was able to have more meaningful battles with my friends. Um, yeah. That's besides the point. Um, so I, I got that on the Xbox. And then um, I bought the 2005 version of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Because I was going to emulate it. But I was like, I don't want there to be any performance problems. So let's just run it natively. And it was like 10 bucks. I could spare 10 bucks. Feels like it yeah. should be cheaper. I feel like if I bought the disc from a store, it would have been cheaper. But Probably. it is what it is. And then, of course, Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> Right for Destiny, yeah, some something for the kid, mm-hmm. for the Destiny, for the, and the kid. She's playing it for them. They they're not quite there yet playing video games on their own. Uh, I I played the first game I ever played with my my oldest son was the other day, and we played Jet Moto Three, and he just drove in circles because he didn't quite understand. 
but like it was awesome i i never sat down and played a video game with him before because he was just too young he didn't understand right he still didn't understand but like he was controlling the bro- the the, motor- the the jet bike and was able to do a, uh, like a couple spins and he didn't understand what, that we were racing but it's okay <laughs> he'll get there <laughs> doesn't help like i i need to get like a simpler racing game just to get him familiar with the concept before we start introducing jet bikes and also jet moto is hard to watch like it's very fast like even for a yeah. game like the camera like just really shaky and really fast like to make it feel like you're going fast because you're on a fucking jet bike uh but that's besides the point anyway I think a lot of the fantasy racers were like that, though. Yeah. Like anything that wasn't just fucking Gran Turismo or Forza. Forza came out later, to be fair. Um, True. But I remember Gran Turismo. I, I played the shit out of, like, Gran Turismo, like, 2 and 3. I think 3 was a launch title for the PS2, or that might have been 2. One of them was? Yeah, one of them was, for certain. Yeah. The first one was definitely a PS1 game, and I remember having the demo. I think it came with a pizza. Um, yep. Along with the the Crash Team Racing uh, demo, which was the shit. <laughs> I, I miss playing it because uh, I remember that demo disc. Or well, maybe not the specific demo disc, but a demo disc was the because you know Canada and America would probably. Right. I'm assuming it might have been different, but whatever. Uh, was the entire reason why I went out and bought it. I was like, oh my god, there's a Crash Racing game. I love these. I love the Crash games. <laughs> and that kart racer ended up being the best ever made. Like. I, one of them, yeah. I always preferred it over like fucking Mario Kart. Like Mario Kart, the issue is is that you have to sift through like what, like nine or ten of them now to find which ones are good. Mm-hmm. And the, and even though people play the most recent one, it's not that good. You, you can hardly even like go off track. The game like forces you back to the middle of the fucking like road. The the mm-hmm. it's just it's baby mode and it's a bit yeah. sad. But I'll- double dash. I don't know much in the kart racing genre mm-hmm. beats Double Dash. So. Okay, okay. Fair. I'll give you that. But anyways, we should focus. We have an agenda. Enough about <laughs> fighting games for a minute. So, since we're on the subject, though, of I bought an Xbox, uh, I wanted to rant about Windows for a minute. So, I have a plan. So, obviously, Windows 11 is upon us. I'm not going to download it. I didn't even want Windows 10. There's no way in hell that, that anybody gets it, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. I think they're going to get their way. Like I think it's going to be like uh, going from 7 to 8, right? Where a lot of people did it, but nobody wants it, right? Well, unless they changed it, it doesn't uh, 11 require you to have like a hardware piece that is like really expensive and hard to get? Not exactly. It just requires you to have a modern motherboard because they're included with all motherboards that are like newer than like seven years old ish. Uh, mine doesn't have one, and mine's not that old. Oh, well then you're fucked then. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's why I was really uh, I looked it up, and people are saying that it's going to be really hard for most people to to do it hmm. because in order to buy the part specifically itself, the price is now up to like two hundred bucks or more. Wow, probably more now. At the time, it was up to like about that. Um, I didn't even think about that. I thought it was like common on most motherboards. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be common on motherboards, but that might also mean that those motherboards cost a lot more now. Yeah, hmm. just because the prices will be going up. It's a good point, though. I never thought about that. Um, People have been buying them out, scalpers or otherwise, just because they know that it's going. There's going to be a demand for them. Oh, that's a good fucking point. I never thought about that. Uh, so that aside, uh, I didn't want Windows 10 in the first place because I. I, I simply don't like it. I was like all Linux all the time for a while, right? But I was disillusioned with Sony already back then, and I was kind of, you know, not really into the PS4. I really didn't like the PS4. I had one. I didn't use it mm-hmm. a lot, right? It felt like an obligation uh, for those couple of games I actually wanted to play. And so I'm like, all right, I did the song and dance with Linux gaming before Valve came in and made it better, right? I did the whole like wine tricks song and dance yeah. and it was it was bad. It's so much better today than it is than it was back then and I still got a lot of good shit working. So my plan is my my PC's due for an upgrade, but the graphics card's fine, the processor's fine. The upgrade I need is storage. 
Like right now, the podcast, all the podcast files are still being written to a uh, 750 gig hard disk drive that is running out of space. I have a NAS of eight terabytes in size, so I'm gonna move all the files there anyway, right? Where they'll be safely stored uh, forever. Uh, but it's, I think it's time to get rid of that old drive because it's slow, and maybe uh, reformat the drive, the solid state drives I do have, and get some M.2 memory for the motherboard. I'm pretty sure my motherboard has the slots for it. I never looked. Um, and I'm thinking about wiping everything and starting over. And I'm going to not have Windows at all. I, and I think I'm just going to work, try hard to uh, get my shit to be compatible like w- with Linux, right? Like, but yeah. I, I might have to leave some games behind. And I, I, I think it's for the better. However, I, I might simply resubscribe to GeForce now. <laughs> Because the one thing I'm concerned, right, is like, what's the one game we all keep coming back to? It's Planet Side 2. Yep. GeForce Now has Planet Side 2. No, there you go. I could just do that. Um, also, for just Planet Side, I could play on Destiny's laptop. Is that the only game? I think so. Mm. Like, I think everything else just kind of works on Linux already that I care about. And so, I'm. The Splitgate? Yeah. Okay. It does. That's the reason why it was on my radar to begin with, before it got popular. Oh, I see. Is that, that makes a lot of it sense worked like. well <laughs> with Linux. And there's, like, with a little bit of manual effort, I can get almost anything working in Linux anyway. And with Steam Deck on the horizon, Valve is dumping big, big money into making a lot of shit work on Linux. Because if it works on Linux, it works on Steam Deck. So that that's that's why, right? So I think there's a there's a reckoning for for Windows on the horizon, and I don't I don't know if it's actually going to amount in a lot of people switching, but why am I still on it? I'm the one that wants to leave, and they're making it easier than ever to justify. And it's like, why yeah. haven't I left yet? I think I'm just gonna upgrade my storage, wipe it all, and I'm just gonna start over without them. Reinstall everything I care about and try to get it to work. If it doesn't, I have an Xbox now. <laughs> And I can always pay ten bucks a month for GeForce now, which has Planet Side on it. <laughs> and you know what? I I think that will make me happy, um, because I'm pretty happy with the Xbox. Like you know, playing that new Jedi Fallen Order game. It's not really new, but it's new to me. And yeah, um, it's newish. Like reconnecting with my fighting game roots, um, emulator or Soul Calibur Six, right? So I got a bunch of fighting games in the emulator too. Um, I grew up playing fighting games. That means I had a controller, not a fight stick, and not sitting this close to the screen like I am here. And I'm not just going to, like, zoom out here and play. That's fucking weird. It is weird. I'm going to sit on my couch. I just bought a new TV. It was 1500 bucks, and it's, like, super flat. It's awesome. It's, like, really pretty, and everything looks awesome. And it's, like, I'm, I'm happy with this. But it might result in me being on my computer less, and I don't know how I feel about that because... Uh, I really enjoy the company of others. And what about Genshin Impact? There's still no and there's no controller support on Android. But once there is, I'll happily go full time Android if I can't get it to work. It should be on its way. I mean, we already know that the Switch version is still being worked on. That too. And we know that uh, they just. I think I have to double check. But I think the PS5 controller and uh, and Xbox whatever controller are now available on PC, which they weren't originally. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have so. to take a break until they figure out Android controller support, I will happily. I have a Razer Kishi, which has all the buttons of an Xbox controller, and it plugs into your USB C slot and wraps around your phone. Like that is a really comfortable controller. And once they support that, I'll play it all the time, just like before. Like I just got a new phone; it's still a work phone, but it I only paid a little bit for it, like a hundred bucks, and it's like Galaxy S twenty one. Damn. So. Yay, work phones. I played Genshin on my last phone. It was a work phone, so they don't care, right? Uh, but I think I'd be happy to just play it on my phone if I really can't get it working on the computer. I always had more time to play it on my phone anyway. Because, like, with having young kids and all, right, it's it's very difficult to find time to be in this room, right? Unless I schedule yeah. it well in advance. Like, we have this every other week Tuesday night thing where we're doing this, right? We have a Sunday night thing where we're doing Planet Side sometime. Well, one time so far but sometimes destiny will join us right she's committed to that that's a fun thing that we do together right i don't intend for that to stop 
and I enjoy the interaction with my friends, right? And if Planet Side's the thing, it's the thing. Uh, the other day we played Splitgate though, and that was fucking awesome. Yeah, we uh, even got Simbo to join. How was that? He uh, he got it downloaded after I left. Yeah, he seemed to like it. He's definitely it, it's uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I think the first thing I noticed at the gate playing it is I was able to pick it up very quickly. Yeah, me too. Because it reminds me. <laughs> I mean, I played Halo Three a lot more, and this and it doesn't really play like Halo Three. It plays more like Halo Two, um, for better and for worse. Uh, I, I will say, um, I won't go deep into that. I'm sure anyone who's played Halo Two and Halo Three, you know the differences. There's um, like, for instance, the, the 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 sword equivalent, the bat. You uh, there's no clashing, so it's just you both die, so on and so forth. But um mm-hmm. yeah i think it, it's just one of those things that like, he, he's got a learning curve ahead of him but so, i think he liked it so, rick fucking loves it rick's a dick. oh yeah i bet it's halo <laughs> like reborn yeah of course he loves it i'm glad he gave it a try with us that that night it was a great thing to replace planet side with because it was really dead that night <laughs> there were no good fights you missed nothing like me me and rick just yeah. kind of stuck it out and we're just going through the motions for the blue team victory which we help sometimes that happens at night it's so, just like it's the it's the curse of being on an east coast server when we're not on the east coast i mean you're on the east coast but like yeah you're playing well, with us late at night part of the issue is that the west coast server is dead and it's, it's very dead <sighs> it was never alive all, all of the west coast server uh guilds are on east now like wow or outfits or whatever not, none of them play on on west anymore that's just how it always as far was. as we're aware yeah they should just merge it all and make it one bi- giant server. But there's still... Yeah, cause... yeah, go ahead. If you remember, Rick, uh, his old character, the TR character that he was playing on, was actually from... Or w- w- was on Emerald prior to us uh, playing together. Mm. And that's why. Was, Wes was always... Like, it's always has been dead in Planet Side. Mm-hmm. Like, it had its day where there was enough people, but yeah. And it's always been about Emerald. Emerald's the biggest server, and that's why we're there. But it's a uh, it's East Coast server, and it really dies down when we have time to play yeah. at night. Which although it, sometimes it's yeah. not bad, sometimes there was two two maps open. I'm hoping the new update that comes out tomorrow will um, probably draw in more people again. Yeah, the new player experience update. They're changing a bunch of it's, stuff. It's gonna oh, it looks so nice. I haven't looked at the the new patch notes right now, so there's even more changes. But mm. it looks so, good. So if you're listening to this, dear viewer or listener and you're thinking about planet side it's never been a better time to start because the new player experience update is going to give you like it, it nerfs the right shit and it gives you the right shit like um i like to think of planet side as a very balanced game in terms of the gunplay every gun you would go buy is a side grade or a playstyle change it's not directly better ever like the stuff you start with is typically just fine right um however the heavy assault class uh starting rocket launcher uh, is a dumb fire, and uh, you're not going to hit anything with it. So, aircraft shooting infantry will bully new players a lot. And what are they doing? They're giving us a lock-on launcher for the new players, so they can tell those aircrafts to fuck off. And it's going to be great for the game. So great. Air to ground. Yeah, I think is getting it's, it's it's the best way to nerf air to ground. Give everyone a free lock on rocket launcher. It'll be great. We don't have to worry about fucking. Oh, it's so beautiful. They don't have to but nerf yeah, anything. They it's just funny because it... I, I mentioned it. Uh, I'm like, oh, NPE's coming out. I'm like, oh, I see all these new players. I'm like, they got in a little early, and some some veteran players, you know, obvious obvious pessimists, they go, well, NPE isn't going to do anything. It's just going to ruin the game. I'm like. I'm like, you not read the fucking change log? It's like, fuck any of like the yeah. new players' shit. All the shit that's just going to affect the game in general looks amazing. If you're a veteran and planet side that... player and you're against NPE overhaul, you're the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it it's it comes down to the whole, you know, oh, any kind of change is bad change. It's like, what? right? It's fucked It's up. like, you know, some of this is, is yet to be seen. We'll have to like play with it to really know how it affects the game. But, like, the fact that they're willing to nerf things that have been a problem for so long and that have been literally definitive, like, you either do this or you lose-esque elements of the game are finally getting taken down a peg, and it's going to be nice. And they're buffing other aspects of the game that, like, were, you know, you pick this, you lose options. Or you pick this, you better be, like, a gimmick or a good player 
or else you're literally doing nothing at all kind of things, right? So it's mm-hmm. like there's a lot more – well, I mean, it's not going to be perfect. There's definitely more nerfs that need to come out in my opinion. But, like, for the most part, things will start to play in a way that are more varied. Not everyone's going to be a nano mesh monster coming around the corner with a heavy shield. I know. So, that, that scares new players off because it's like, oh, they have shit I don't have. And they probably paid. And that, that's actually not really true. They just know what they're doing, right? Yeah. Because, like, you could start the game, a new player, as a heavy with a shield and a, a big fuck-off uh, machine gun, right? Um, but if you don't know how to use it, you're not going to be as scary as that level 100 player rounding the corner, killing you really quickly, right? Yeah. But you could be that guy right away if you really knew what you were doing. Kind of. A little bit. Most of the, most of the way. I still think Nanomesh should just be up and removed. Yeah, I agree. They should just... just all all yeah. armor augments should just be gone. Level the playing field a bit. Because yep. right now, the proposed change to this, this augment to your armor that everyone fucking uses is, oh, it makes you slower. That's going to be some drawback that makes you not want to do it. But it's like, no, they're just going to be slower. <laughs> they're not getting rid of it. They're not going to unequip it for that. It, it might fix shuffling, but shuffling is such a small thing. Like, some people do it, but like... Most of the time, the the good players will just beat your ass and then sprint around the corner. They don't they, they don't take t- they don't take the time to shuffle. They just take time yeah. take the time to get the fuck out. Maybe if it did some other debuff like like double your reload speed or some bullshit, maybe then they would think twice. That'd be definitely overkill, but yeah, uh-huh. something along the lines. I'll, I mean, at that point, you know, maybe that's better than straight removing it. But. Is it, <laughs> we're we're trying to nerf the class that you know uses the machine gun, so like they don't reload often anyway. So I mean, eh, it could work, but I'm not a game developer. I'm not a. I'm not. I I shouldn't be taken too seriously, you know. I'm not Doctor Disrespect. I'm not opening a game studio to yeah. have all my correct opinions thrown into a game. Like I'm not like that. So <laughs> I I just think that it's gonna be a good change. I think it's gonna be really fun and refreshing to play now. So I guess any a new a new or old, if you now's the time. Mm-hmm. To give it another shot, I think. Absolutely. Especially if like some of the gameplay irked you in a way. Mm-hmm. You might you might find it's better now. So I looked it up a couple minutes ago. You may have heard me typing. Um but Splitgate, right? Um it has crossplay. Nice. Via parties. So like uh I don't know if you can necessarily queue into a match full of like Xbox players. Uh but if I downloaded the game on my Xbox, which I might I might do that. Uh if I don't have time or don't feel like going on my computer, or maybe I install Linux and I actually don't get it to work. Maybe after they became rich and famous, they decided to, you know, loosen the grip on their Linux support um, because they have other problems like building the game. Right. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be mad at them if that happened, by the way, like it, it got on my radar originally because it worked on Linux and they were like, yeah, we want it to work on Linux. That's fucking great. Um, if they uh, drop Linux support in the favor of making a better game that has more shit in it, like I would not be mad. And if I really couldn't get it to work, I would just play with you guys on my Xbox. And it yeah. probably would be fine. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe. Can you plug a keyboard and mess into your Xbox? No, I. it'd be like Halo, I guess, which isn't too bad. Um it's manageable. You'll just be playing an uphill game for a while. Yeah, it's much easier on the computer. Like uh, I was nailing all kinds of headshots. I was keeping up with you in the score uh, when we were playing the other night. That was that was fun. Uh, as long as I don't turn my camera on, I'll do good. Because uh, I tried showing Symbolite the game, and then I immediately started sucking. It was like, God damn it! I have a. a couple I remember because th- that match, mm-hmm. she's like, I keep seeing victim's name. Is your random even doing anything? <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> and like, I remember, like, I tried to record a video for you because I wanted to upload it to Odyssey and be like, "Victim, look at this fucking game. Look how cool it is." Because I was doing really good when I first started, and it was awesome. And then I, once I started recording, I started losing. I was like, "Fuck, not again!" When it was happening with Simbo, I was like, "God damn it!" But I fucking recommend it to anybody. That game's fun as hell. So it it's basically Halo Two multiplayer. With portals. <laughs> yeah. So, here we are at the end of the agenda with time to spare. I'll be totally honest with you, Victim, I'm a little tired. I think we should cut a Me little early. Me too. So, you streamed on Rise, was... you're a little tired, you cut your stream early, but 
I was thinking on drinking tonight, but I was Ooh. like, you know what? If I do that, I might pass out. So I just didn't. You might. I was at, I, I actually left work early because I, I took my younger son to the doctor because uh, he was pooping green, mucus, which doesn't look right. It's like, that's what's coming out of your nose, not your butt. Took him to a doctor. He's got some kind of flu. It's not COVID, but it's like some kind of stomach bug. And uh, that like torpedoed my whole afternoon. And I woke up early today and I'm super tired and I, wake, I have to wake up early tomorrow. So I'm thinking, you know, this is a good stopping point. If I do say so myself. So without further ado, why don't we uh, go ahead to the outro before the outro. So Vic, just tell us your streaming plan. So you're going to play more Arise, obviously, the new hotness. Well, it's hotness, right? Yep. It's uh, It's looking good. It's fun. Complaints aside. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, even complaints. I don't think it'll be a bad thing. It'll be just something that you used to, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to your updated, uh, uh, not first impressions, like your your second impressions. Uh, I'll, yeah, a- I'll ask you about mi- it next middle time. Middle of the game impressions. Yeah, two weeks is a long time. So when we're sitting down to record this again, I'm sure you'll either have beaten the game by then, or you'll have a far far updated opinions on if it was good or not. Yeah, I'd recommend it to people who are new to the series for certain. Mm-hmm. It won't be as jarring. Uh, I think anyone that's used to the series, just give it a little bit. It, yeah. it, it'll probably it'll probably be good. Probably be okay. It's definitely a better starting point than those uh, old feature phone games, right? Uh, for your sidekick. <laughs> T-Mobile sidekick. Remember those? Yep. Uh, I don't God know. damn, dude. Why did they make the those? they were thinking. I have uh, no idea what the hell they were thinking. They were ahead of the curve. They're like, we're going to make mobile games before mobile games. Yeah. So like you pull out your T-Mobile sidekick and it's like, oh, do you want to play Snake, Tetris, or Tales of? Like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't get why they did it either. All right, we need to end this before I pass out of my desk. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening, um, all you listeners. Uh, and I'm so sorry for the one person who just tuned in because the viewer count went up by one just now. Um, though I am. You know, the metrics are very clear. I'm very aware that most people are still listening to the audio-only version, and they're not listening live. And you know what? That's fine. I'm glad you're still with us. If you got feedback, you know where to find us. You can find me. Fine. You can find me at Dylon at shitposter.club. That shit never changed. I got a, my, my avatar is like a spinning cacodemon. You can't fucking miss it. I got like a billion followers. You can find Victim at mm underscore victim at twitter.com. I can't convince him to come to Fetty. It's just not his scene. I couldn't do it, guys. I tried. <laughs> maybe one day uh i forgot to bring up revolt uh but we can talk about that next time someone's making a discord clone it may be good but there's some problems oh, with it. yeah there's definitely some problems with it and it needs more time to discuss so i'm gonna mark that for next week we need to bring it up you can see the bags under my eyes holy shit i'm fucking. you can see the scraggly patchy beard that i need to shave yeah i shaved my beard i, I let it grow for a really long time but like i have like a bald spot right here and so at the right angle, Same. at the right angle like this, it looks like I have a double chin when I, I actually don't. Mine's right here. You can kind of <laughs> see it. Fucking hell. So shitposter.club slash Dylon, twitter.com slash mm underscore victim. I'll see also twitch.tv slash victim of gaming. You can also find my stream on Odyssey, but honestly, when we're not recording the podcast, I'm probably going to stream to a different website called seriousposter.club, which is like a, a side tube instance. Uh, that's where I record. That's where I stream the uh, the Gamescom conference, and that's fun as fuck. Follow me on social media, and I'll, you'll know when I go live. It's not that fucking often, and it's usually on a whim, and it's usually a good time. So look forward to that. Check out the website mailmancy.net for more. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>